0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tip Top Tech. This is a project by three college friends where we give you our two cents on today's tech news. Starting with the articles, Matthew, why don't you tell us what you had?
1: All right. Um, getting right into the tech news here. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so my article was titled Amazon Key is a New Service that lets um, Couriers Unlock Your Front Door.
2: Oh, I remember seeing that. I've
1: heard about this. Yep, so um, it's basically, so when you aren't home, um, you might not want your package delivered right outside your door because someone could come and steal it. Um, (laughs) And maybe you don't want to put it in an Amazon locker. I think that's something they have. Um, So you can alternatively let uh, the Amazon deliverer deliver it right inside your home. (laughs) (laughs) So how it works is um, you have to get a camera, a special camera for it, a special lock, and um, also have them come install the stuff for you, I guess. Um, So like a
2: special person to also come and install stuff? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Yep, so that's all. $250. So Okay, so the courier scans the barcode, then it sends a request to Amazon, and then Amazon has to okay it, and then the camera starts recording, and the courier can unlock and lock the door with an app. So,
0: yeah. And, and then, the, the way I understand it, it's like a temporary key, right? It's like they get temporary access for like five minutes or something. It's not, they don't just get unbridled access. I mean, obviously they're being recorded, but right, but... Um, Instead of, isn't that did was that in what you I read didn't about? See that, but I, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it works. Hmm. That's interesting, because <laughs> and actually they brought this up on another podcast that I listened to. But what you're doing is saying, instead of me risking my package getting stolen, I'm gonna risk some stranger entering my house and potentially giving up all of the possessions in my and yes there's recordings input but there's always ways around that stuff and of course for a company as big as amazon i imagine they're going to have more than a couple incidents with that but why are amazon lockers not enough for people i mean i don't use amazon lockers because i don't ever order anything via amazon that's valuable enough for me to feel like it needs to be locked it's like household supplies or like a cd case or, or a usb drive or something it's not a giant piece of electronics if i'm gonna get something really serious i go to the store and get it and just have best buy or whatever price match um because i like having things in my hand but i, I have either of you ever used amazon locker no i haven't
2: no i haven't what is that
0: you know at resorts either at water parks or at uh oh yeah at whatever, they have walls of lockers. So it's that, but yep. it's bright yellow. It's Amazon yellow. Um <laughs> oh, And there's a bunch of different size compartments, and then you you can choose, if you don't want the person to deliver it to your house or if you live in an apartment complex or something, you can have the Amazon delivery person put it in one of the compartments and then set a one-time key for that apartment, uh, excuse me, put it in one of the boxes and okay, set yeah. a one-time key for that box, and then you get sent that key, so then only you are the one who can come and unlock that. And then you get your. So it's a secure way to drop it off in a public place.
2: That sounds like a lot of effort.
0: <laughs> I yeah, mean, so you, you need Amazon Key. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only two hundred fifty dollars.
0: Oh my goodness, unbelievable! Some people spend so much money on Amazon. Is not even funny. I'm curious to see where it's going to be more or less popular, based on either weather or um, you know frequency of things being stolen or what. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever use it.
2: That's no, but scary I won't.
0: For me. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I would either. But I also don't have a house. <laughs> it might be different if I had a house.
2: I live in a box, actually.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, Haley, what was your topic?
2: Um, I saw that apparently there's rumors of like Warner Brothers Television, um, like talking with Amazon Studios about making a Lord of the Rings TV show. Uh, what? Yeah, really? uh, but apparently it's not just Amazon, like, in talks with this. Uh, Netflix and HBO are also apparently in talks with making the show, so nothing's, like, set in stone, obviously. It's just a it's just a rumor. Apparently Warner Brothers, like, refuses to comment on anything related <laughs> to it, so...
0: <laughs> that's not shocking. Wow. Yo. Well, that's cool. I'd yeah, so what do you guys lot?
2: think?
1: Um, <laughs> well, I, I liked the movies. I liked the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you read so, all four of the books? Uh, yes. Well, three books and That's, then the prequel. Right, The, the Hobbit. The, the Hobbit, yeah. yeah. You did yeah, read, okay. Yeah, You did read those.
1: Okay. And <laughs> I, I like those, so hopefully um, with these uh, big money piles <laughs> that they're throwing at it,
0: uh, they can make something good with it. <laughs>
2: yeah I don't I'm excited
0: yeah I, I mean that's that's a, I really really liked the movies and I read the books for the wrong reasons so I didn't super love the books while I was reading them but I, I, I still appreciate them did you read them for like class or something <laughs> no well I, so I saw the movies because um, they came out I don't know in the early 2000s I saw all the movies and then When I was getting into middle school and high school, I had already seen all the movies and I decided that because I liked the story so much, I couldn't be a true fan without having read the books (laughs) as well. So I just trudged through the books, which were, um, I didn't read very much at that time. And so it was a real pain for a little while, but I enjoyed them, you know, to some extent. Um, but I don't watch movies or tv very much at all um if i do it's only when i'm with other people i definitely don't ever do it alone so unless my roommate or one of i don't know one of you guys or one of my other friends decides to watch it and invites me over to watch it i'm probably not going to end up seeing it but i do think it's cool that they're trying to readapt that story into uh, a different format i also i mean I don't have a lot of hope for books that turn into TV shows. They're doing the same thing with the King Killer Chronicles, which uh, by Patrick Rothfuss. I don't know <laughs> if either of you've read them, but um, they're a, it's a fantasy series uh, that I really, really like. I um, it's actually probably one of my favorite book series of all time, and they're making it into a TV series, and I'm just not that hopeful for it. So I I I'm really curious to see how it's going to turn out. Do you think? Are, I assume you're going to watch it then, Haley.
2: Oh, I'll watch it. I mean, depends on what. Because, okay, I have Netflix. Well, I should say my mom has Netflix and I use it. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs>
2: well, and then I have Amazon Prime and I plan on, like, keeping it beyond the student, like, discount kind of stuff. But anyways, yeah. so I have Amazon. Um, And technically, right now, I do have HBO now, Ooh. but that's, like, a $15 a month thing and it's kind of like, uh,.
0: When Game of Thrones isn't in season, it's like
2: I know. But see, okay, like I finished Game of Thrones and then I started watching Westworld. Oh. So like now I use it to watch Vice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's I don't know. It's it's nice to have because they do have movies that aren't really on, like that are free. I guess. Well, you know, they come with HBO now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, on Amazon Prime, you'd have to rent it for, like, $2 maybe, but still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's no, way I mean, better than having to buy it for however much or, or rent it from from movie stores. Do you remember when those existed? Oh, man. I was going to say,
2: like, do those exist anymore? Yeah, they
0: do. Um, I went to one in somewhere in Wisconsin. I was visiting a friend um, who lived outside of Madison, and there, we, we drove past one. We actually went and got a video from the video store, and it was the most okay. painful process because they—
2: Wait like, a video as in a VHS? A oh, DVD, sorry. Okay, I was like, <laughs> hold on.
0: No, 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 I don't even think anybody I know knows how to Did operate a VHS anymore. Did you travel back in
2: time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, might as well. No, but it was just a painful process. They needed a phone number, and they needed an email address, wow. and the, he took, I think he scanned the license plate of, it was just ridiculous. Wow, so to they're very cool. That's <laughs> exactly what we both had to say afterward, was <laughs> what the heck. But, anyway, that's, um, yeah, no the the whole renting on Amazon thing and I mean again I don't watch movies or TV very much so I don't do any of those subscription services but I see the value in them for sure but that'll be interesting. Have the, has there been any um, announcements about? Oh, you said it's still pretty heavily under wraps.
2: Yeah, it's literally just rumors of like talks <laughs> of like which studio is going to get which, like you know if they're going to even get it at all. And like I said, Warner Brothers apparently hasn't commented on anything, and then. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hmm. interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I bet Elijah would still play. You know, Frodo. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Wood could forever play Frodo. Oh man, he's a what a guy. Yeah, yeah. no, though, it, I'm. I am curious to see how that show is going to turn out. Cool. So the articles I read were about Bitcoin mining, and uh, this one in particular is called One Bitcoin Transaction Now Uses As Much Energy As Your House in a Week.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Um, and the idea is that with, as, uh, so Bitcoin just hit, recently within the past couple days, hits, uh, valued over 7,000 US dollars per one Bitcoin. 7,000. <laughs> um, and just in, I think, May, I was reading an article from May that was, I think it's at 1500 or 1800 and it was like record highs of $1,800 <laughs> and now we're at $7,000. So uh, based on that the return on investment for people who want to mine Bitcoin is uh, positive for energy use up to 24 terawatt hours per year which is comparable to the amount of energy that Nigeria which is a country of 186 million people uses in a year. Huh. These articles continued. They went on to talk about estimates of energy used per bitcoin transaction which mm-hmm. they estimated at um a very up, like the lowest the minimum that it could be is 77 kilowatts of energy per bitcoin transaction which is not even per somebody getting a bitcoin it's a transactions are a whole other thing but and there are 300,000 of these per day um these 77 kilowatt hour transactions per day and a more accurate, probably, estimate of what uh, Bitcoin mining actually, or sorry, Bitcoin transactions actually use is 215 kilowatts uh, kilowatt hours per transaction, which is enough to uh, quote run an efficient fridge and freezer for a year for one, one Bitcoin transaction. I read a different article from DigiConomist that said that on average 7.85 American households could be powered for a day by a single transaction. So with this 215 kilowatt hours, just crazy amount of energy used on a single transaction of which there are hundreds of thousands per day. Bitcoin is responsible for 0.12% of the world's electricity com- uh, consumption. Unbelievable. Um and so my question's questions for you guys is at at what point is it too much, you know, how far would you go to get free money? Is that is it worth killing our planet? Is it worth, and the, the the point of this these articles was that there's actually potentially a serious environmental concern with Bitcoin mining. That mm-hmm. might need to be considered moving into the future. With when as we're starting to, as Bitcoin miners are starting to use larger and larger fractions of the world's electricity consumption, should limitations be imparted, and what do those limitations look like? Um, and then the follow-up question to that is: Doesn't that defeat the purpose of a decentralized currency? The idea is that it's something that's not heavily regulated; that it's you know it's it's separated from all of the; it's free of a lot of those bounds. And so, right. don't wouldn't limitations then be counter counteractive to that?
2: Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous, actually.
0: <laughs> I heard a guy talking at work.
1: Um, I wasn't talking with him; I was overhearing his conversation. Uh, but he was talking about his Bitcoin mining, and he's using all the electricity in his house, and it's just going straight to, um, his
0: computer to mine Bitcoins. Just turn off everything else. Turn off your, everything but re- your refrigerator and your computer, right? <laughs> to right. Make sure your food well, doesn't spoil and your, I, I mean, I, that's just, at some point, that's too much. At You know, how much, mo- there, there have to be more, no pun intended here, but more efficient ways of getting money in the world. Go out and get a job for a little while, and I guess the idea is that this is, um, it's it's easy and it's mindless, right? You don't need to... All you have to do is make sure that everything's hooked up properly. I, as far as I understand, maybe I'm misinterpreting it, but there's not a whole lot of user interaction with Bitcoin mining. It's just computers crunching numbers, you know, day after day after day, going through these really complicated algorithms and spitting out what's essentially a process of trial by error um, to see if, if their calculations are going to match up to... I don't know, but the whole process of Bitcoin mining Bitcoin mining is exceptionally complicated, and every time I've tried to understand <laughs> it, I've decided that it goes way over my head and not worth me yeah. trying to understand it anymore. But
1: uh, another one of the technical things about it is it becomes um less profitable, well, not less necessarily less profitable, but you get less Bitcoin out of
0: your mining over time. Is that true? Yeah. See, huh. So then, you just have to expend more. You just have to add right, eight so more graphics cards. It, uh,
1: expend is just going to keep going up until I no don't know how until well what it'll right, last some until, some um, cap
0: or until Bitcoin crashes, presumably. Possibly. If that's if that's going to happen, it's unfathomable <laughs> to me just how much energy is expended, how much what lengths people are willing to go to to get a hold of easy money. Okay, so moving on to our entertainment segment, what have you guys? consumed recently that has or has not been impactful or interesting and if neither of you have anything I can start but I'm going to need a minute because I can't remember what my thing was going to be I uh, consumed Chipotle <laughs> <minutes ago>. nice,
1: <laughs> yep um, that was glorious yep, so that, that's not quite media, but maybe it is if you look at it hard enough um, more like so meaty I, uh, <laughs> ha ha ha, get it, because there's meat was <laughs> bad. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so actually um I've been watching Stranger Things season two. Um have either of you seen that?
2: Yes. I haven't, haven't seen
1: either it. season. But okay. Haley, what did you watch?
2: I've like I'm on episode eight of season two, so
1: Oh I, I'm only on three. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> so uh please <laughs> no <send gap>. spoilers. <laughs> um <laughs> But yes, Is it better than the first season, do you think?
0: I think so. Is it? Why well, is that? Maybe. Um, I don't know very much about the story. Admittedly, I'm a little bit in the dark when it comes to this, even though all of my friends all told me that I needed to watch it. I never got around to it. But is it...
2: It's so good!
0: Are the characters... Is it the character development that you're interested in, or is it the plot that's really engrossing, or is it, I suppose, a mix of those, probably? Yes, it, it would be a mix.
1: Um, the characters are pretty interesting uh pretty convincing
0: i think um and that's pretty rare kids. i feel like no i was just gonna say i feel like child actors is 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 a it can be hard to deal with because they they can convey some emotions really well but i feel like it's hard to be immersive and believable as a child actor and that's one of You're the good. highest praises that i've heard for stranger things is that the kids do an yeah. excellent job right
2: honestly though they really do like well I mean I'm just an emotional person, so I'll just cry <laughs> for pretty much everything, but like the amount of times that like that show has made me cry is like oh, no. <laughs> too many. Too many. Well, like especially the girl who plays um eleven, she is like phenomenal. Geez. I don't understand how she can make herself cry so many times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> make herself and you cry.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Oh man. Well hey, yeah. have you well, watched or listened or read anything recently
2: yeah no i was going to say stranger things as well <laughs> oh my goodness but <laughs> but i can also talk about how um it was it's another netflix tv show uh it's called mindhunter um
0: oh yeah is that the one about serial killers
2: yes yes it is um <laughs> Gee, it produced, okay. <laughs> no it is it's, it's It is. uh, It takes place in, like, the 1970s, um, basically when the FBI started, like, I guess you could say researching serial killers and actually, like, coining the term serial killers because Mm -hmm. before that time they didn't really know what serial killers were because, like, you know, serial killers, like, (laughs) the way they kill, it's not just some, like, you know, outburst or, like, some, like crime of passion they are yeah. like really methodical and like they do it for some like weird obscure reasons sometimes like it's they do things like in a very different way and so i guess this show is um mainly about these two fbi agents and how they are kind of going about trying to study serial killers hmm.
0: that's fascinating is it is it gruesome or gritty at all or is i i it seems like it's more about the psychology of it than anything but
2: is it hard um, to watch not not really uh the first episode is a little gruesome (laughs) uh it's I don't know it's more so I guess they do talk about things oh pretty gruesome stuff and there's pictures but it's never nothing I guess of other serial killer shows, I guess it's just slightly more gruesome but I guess I'm used to that Have so you like, eh, seen a lot of other
0: serial killer shows? Is that a genre that you enjoy?
2: Like, you know like, um, you know Criminal Minds.
0: Oh, I guess like, there's,
2: some, there's some pretty messed up stuff on there That's like, true. <laughs> That's valid um, Yeah, I don't know Uh, like CIS I'm sure, you know, there's been a couple serial killers on their show too. How far into that are you? Um, I finished it Oh, okay. Okay <laughs> Um, oh, cool. Don't ask me how many episodes there are, because I literally watched it in, like, two days. <laughs> I watched it, half of it the first night, and then I was like, I should get to bed, and then went to bed, woke up, and just watched the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really follow, follow, like, the formula of others, kind of, like, you know, like, Criminal Minds always has, like, like a formula of how things, I just in crime shows in general, like, crime happens, and then it's, like, they look at the evidence and then they get their suspects and the suspect, like the actual killer is usually always one of the suspects and Mm -hmm. criminal minds is like kind of working backwards. I guess you could say from like trying to figure it out and then like reverse (laughs) engineering it to (laughs) um, find the killer. But yeah, this is not, does not follow that format. Hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Sweet. Well, I, in preparation for this pod for, producing a podcast like this i have been trying to listen to other tech podcasts and one of the ones that i found that i actually really enjoy well i enjoy a lot of them but especially enjoy is called clockwise a four people four topics 30 minutes or less Um, and it's a so it's like a little bit more of a a short form kind of thing they talk about things just briefly and it's a lot more of just opinions about things rather than which is not bad at all and they, Mm -hmm. they you know where necessary they bring in facts or ideas from uh trusted sources but it's more of just a discussion between people, and it's yeah, pretty fast paced and really interesting. And some of them they make some pretty some pretty funny quips. Um, but I've been listening to that a good amount recently, and I'm a huge fan of it. So probably worth checking out if uh, if any of you listen to po- or any of the listeners listen to other podcasts. Heaven forbid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Clockwise is cool. I would say go check it out. Excellent. We're well, moving on to our philosophy segment. Okay. Oh and the question for today is uh will you ever get a driverless car? Slash are you excited for them? Are you nervous? Are you what do you think the impact is going to be? But mainly, will you ever get it and why?
2: <sighs> um I guess for me, I always like end up thinking about the the trolley problem. Is yeah. that what it's called? That's what any time everybody's like, oh, driverless cars, and it's like, i that's the only thing that comes to my head, and I can't get it out of my head, and it's like, either way, this car is gonna, like, kill someone, so
0: <laughs> do I don't you wanna, know what it's gonna do. Do you want to talk <laughs> about what the trolley problem is, if anybody hasn't heard of it?
2: Right. Um, let's see if I'm remembering it correctly. Basically, it's like, uh, there's a runaway trolley, I guess, and it's on a track, I'm going to go into two ways, right? Yeah. Two ways, and it's like, on one way, there's only one person in the tied to the so track. So the
0: way it's going right now, the straight path, it's going to hit one person.
2: One person. You have the option to pull a lever, make it switch onto a different path, mm-hmm. and it'll hit five people.
0: Right, passively killing one person or actively killing five. Or the question is, are you really killing them? Because it's the trolley that's... And then who's the agent in this situation? And by inaction, are you then guilty of that? Yeah, no, super interesting uh, thought experiment. And super relevant to driverless cars. You're absolutely right. I think about that all the time too. And then I guess so. Maybe restrictions will have to be put in place to to say that heavier restrictions, maybe on on crosswalks and pedestrians in the street. Maybe they're going to have to block off streets to be much more inaccessible to foot traffic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, I don't know how they would do that necessarily. But maybe that's going to be what's required if if. We're really going to run into a problem with, like this Which I'm sure we are And then people are going to get sued And everybody's going to be all upset The driver's like, I don't know I, d- I, like, Walk at your own risk <laughs> <laughs> The one thing that humans have been doing For as long as we've had bipedal motion Which is the majority of modern human history oh, Can't do it anymore No, you Can't,
2: can't walk up,
0: Gotta drive Well, I don't, I think as long as I, part, this is partly because I enjoy driving too much, but I don't think I'm going to put off getting one as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Maybe eventually there will be some kind of regulation in place where you're not allowed to not have a driverless car or to not have an automated car. Problems are going to arise if some people have autopilot and some people are driving, are manually driving. Mm-hmm. Because then the people are going to make wrong or bad decisions or risky or aggressive driving or something, and the the machines are going to have to react, and that's where we're going to run into the most problems. So if all cars were automated, I think that accidents would be reduced very significantly. And so, in the meantime, is where we're going to have the hard. so I'm going to be the problem here. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm the one that's causing issues, but I I don't I don't have any interest in driverless cars. I I enjoy driving too much for that. I don't like driving that much. I'll... I think that that's going to come sooner rather than later, that everybody's going to be or they're going to start, just like they're starting to do with gas-powered vehicles is they're starting to say, you have to offer electric versions of them and then eventually you're going to phase out gas power or fossil-fuel-powered cars in favor of electric or hydrogen or solar or wind or whatever wind powered cars doesn't seem like it would work very well now that I say that out loud but it'll be interesting in the interim between when nobody has that or when a few people have them and when everybody has them
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know I just wasn't there a Tesla driver who like died
0: I think that's happened car... twice and well, I want to say it's been proven that both times were human error And it's also, and I think that the human error is, it's, uh, the driver was too heavily reliant on the autopilot system, the autopilot system. Mm -hmm. I put air quotes around autopilot because that's not what it is. It's assisted driving. Um, Uh. But it was, the person spent too long looking away from the road or something or didn't. Um, Tesla was absolved of any guilt because... There, it, you have to. There's some sort of implicit agreement when you when you use that feature that you need to touch right. the wheel, like grab the wheel every 20 seconds or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then if you don't do that, then Tesla's not guilty for bad things that happen to you. But yes, yeah. people did die.
2: Because I just remember hearing the story of like the one guy he died because a truck swerved into his car, Oof. and he was watching Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be laughing, a guy died.
0: No that is that is really terrible and I'm sorry but that somebody like, died, but I am no, I'm laughing at yeah. having Harry Potter of all the things to watch in the car.
2: Yep, yeah, I mean
0: I can't
1: wait until I can watch Harry Potter oh in my car. God while it's driving me.
2: No, the car didn't a truck didn't swerve into the car. Apparently this it was like a semi and it was, like, crossing the road, and the car, like, hit the oh, semi.
0: like, head like, on. Like, was,
2: like, going underneath of the semi. Mm. So it just, like, took off that whole top part of the car. Ooh. Mm. All right. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. All right. Well, we're done. We're done with that. Okay.
0: Well, moving on. <laughs> Okay well, moving on to our last segment, uh, which' we're, this week is local news. So we're all from Minnesota and we um, live in the area in the region. And the big thing the big piece of news that I found recently is was Minneapolis publicized its offer to Amazon for the HQ2. Amazon is looking to build a second headquarters other than Seattle, and there are a list of requirements. I think it I don't remember exactly what they are. I remember a couple of them were direct flights to some cities. Uh, they have to have a population over a million. It has to be able to offer sustainable growth in the tech industry and uh, something else. Um, but so Minneapolis offered... is among a slew of cities that made offers to Amazon to try to get their second headquarters here. Um, but Minneapolis and Boston and only a few other cities are the only ones to have released publicly the offers that they made. The rest of it is all pretty under wraps, which according to a USA Today article is actually the, uh, the publicity and being open and honest about things is probably favorable in Amazon's eyes because, quote, the communities refusing to reveal their bids may signal that, fear, uh, may signal that they fear backlash because what they are offering is unpopular and could crumble if revealed to the public. What they are mm-hmm. offering to Amazon may not be credible. And so the idea is that they don't want cities offering things that their residents aren't in support of. Um, right yeah and yep. so the and it i mean it's a I, this is a, a pretty enormous you know potential for economic growth uh, the the second headquarters is eventually going to employ up to 50,000 people which is incredible um and then as far as the Minnesota aspect of it governor mark dayton is according to a star tribune article uh deliberately taking a different track from others in winning amazon's uh approval and the Minneapolis offer was a measly three million dollars in incentives, um, where other uh, other offers from cities, I think, have been and will continue to be um, to surpass one billion. So we're at three million, and they are three hundred thousand times higher than us. Um, <laughs> just just a little bit, a little bit behind the curve there. But the issues that I see with this, um, and this is why Governor. The, Governor Mark Dayton announcing this is interesting is because um, companies like Best Buy and uh, Target and a few of the other Fortune five hundreds that are based in Minneapolis, I think would be pretty unhappy with fifty thousand employees being pulled to this Amazon HQ. And I think especially because Amazon seems to have a lot more resources available to it than Best Buy or Target or the others, and so they can offer higher salary you know, it's just it, it, it increases competition so much more. Uh-huh. Than the environment that already exists, which is very competitive already. Um as far as other states' offers, and then I will let you guys put in your two cents here, but um New uh Newark, New Jersey has offered five billion dollars in state uh tax breaks and two billion dollars in local tax breaks. So a total of seven billion dollars, which is unbelievable to me. Baltimore, Maryland has offered over $660 million. Uh, Chula Vista, California, which is on the very south end of California, offered $400 million. Memphis, Tennessee offered $60 million. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee decided it would need to offer at least $1.7... I don't know if it has made an offer or not, but would need to offer $1.7 billion. Um, and then, as far as... Other than Mark Dayton, some Minnesota politicians have said that they would be willing to uh, to support packages as high as a $1 billion. If... We move on to the next round of candidacy. So, I those are just humongous numbers to me that are so crazy. And I don't, I personally don't think that Amazon or that Minneapolis is a good place for Amazon. I don't think we have what it's looking for. Mm -hmm. But I, it's that's just a, I can't grasp how much money that is. Even three million dollars is a lot to a college student with loans to pay back. That's I mean,
2: like fifty dollars is a lot to
0: right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, Seriously, but I, I mean, it's. Would you guys work for Amazon if it moved here? No. What really <laughs> bad things?
2: Oh, I, don't know. I heard. I heard Amazon like not so not so great things about Amazon, or at least like working as a in like one of their warehouses. Which I mean, I, mm. I probably wouldn't work in a warehouse, but I heard their <laughs> warehouses are actually kind of awful.
0: Yeah. Well, they just want to ship. You know, as much in many boxes as they can. I believe. I believe about the warehouses. I'd be interested yeah. to see what kind of culture it would create in Minneapolis because the way it has has existed. I just visited Seattle this summer, and one of my friends works for Amazon, and the way, she seems to love it. But the way that it has seemed to affect the culture in Seattle is fascinating. It's basically taken over in the north end of town, just like how Microsoft owns Bellevue. It. It, it's just everything there is all Amazon. It's all Amazon employees living there. It's em, employees going to the shops there, selling things to other Amazon employees. It's just, it's it, it's this little Amazon town, and the second it headquarters, sounds... I think, is going to create that. So I don't think Minneapolis is a good place for it.
2: It sounds kind of like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only Amazon, only Amazon workers here.
0: The Church of Amazon.
1: It's kind of yep. weird, and I, I don't feel like... I need that in my life.
0: I mean, at the very least, it might get me a pay raise. But three billion, or sorry, three million dollars compared to a billion, it it just doesn't seem like we're trying very hard. And not that I'm too upset, but...
2: (laughs) I mean, Minnesota's trying. (laughs) That's (laughs) all we can say.
1: This pile of cardboard to put your
0: offices (laughs) in. (laughs) We have lots of snow for you if you want that. Cool. Well, that is all of the topics that I had for tonight. Do you guys have anything that you would like to talk about that you want to bring up? I have a question. Okay. (laughs) Um, Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, no. What? That's not tech-related, Matthew. No.
2: This is not hot dog tech. (laughs) Is it, though?
0: (laughs) It could be. No. I don't think so.
2: But why not?
0: What defines a sandwich? The fact that the meat is tubular, like, puts it in its category of its own. You don't have a sausage sandwich. You don't ever put kielbasa on a sandwich. Can you? Or if a brat. You well,
2: um, why not? If you slice, it, but,
0: if you or, slice yeah. it, you could, and then it's not circular, it's, right, or it's right. not tubular, it's discs. Uh-huh. Has anybody ever eaten a kielbasa sandwich? <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm sure someone has. Someone has.
2: I don't know. I don't like that question. <laughs> it makes you me uncomfortable. Bread,
0: it's... But is that all the sandwiches? So I... if I just took a chicken and stapled loaves of bread to each side of it, <laughs> is that a chicken sandwich?
1: That sounds like a sandwich to me. Like, and not a very good one, because, like, You've got all the bones, and it's just a
0: chicken. But... I don't have anything to say to you, then, because I do not think loaves of bread staple to a chicken <laughs> is a chicken sandwich.
2: I mean, if you Google it, the dictionary says, an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them, eaten as a light meal.
0: So, <laughs> see, but it's not two pieces of bread, it's one piece of bread.
2: Sometimes I like to take mine apart and what? have it as two well. pieces.
0: Heresy! Ugh! What kind of person are you? I don't know. You rip your hot dog buns in
2: half? Not all the time. It just happens sometimes, okay?
0: Yeah, and then it's not a hot dog anymore. It's a sandwich. So, Uh,
1: if a sandwich is uh, just some stuff between bread, um, that's generally what the definition of it is. Like, why are you (coughs) making an exception for hot dogs
0: just to exclude them? Because what else do I put between bread? Uh... Like jam, if I put wait, what's the difference between an open face sandwich and a sandwich? So does it, is an open face sandwich still a sandwich? Because that's not between bread. It's All an right. open face sandwich. That's its own its own thing. So that's an exception. It's, I, it's not it's well, still meat and bread, it's no, just not it's, meat between not. bread. There's no second bread for it to be between. So I guess then it's not two pieces of bread, it's only one.
1: Right. I feel like that disqualifies it from being a <laughs> real sandwich. Even though um, you're calling it a sandwich, it doesn't mean it's it meets the
0: ge- it's an open face food pile with sandwiches. <laughs> well, we'll leave that to uh, the listeners to decide, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you, Haley and Matthew, for joining me tonight. You can find us online at SoundCloud.com/tiptoptech uh, and on Twitter at twitter.com/tiptoptechcast. Thank you, listeners, for joining us tonight, and have a wonderful day. Ba dum ba dum bum bum, goodbye. Ta-da. okay.
2: Cool. What Sweet. if it's not a date,
0: though? Well, <laughs> shut it, Haley. <laughs> 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 Have a wonderful life.